0: Then Let's Fix It, where we discuss critical issues around logistics and supply chain management in the Caribbean. But more than that, where we mobilize to resolve these issues so that we become some of the world's most attractive logistics jurisdictions. I'm your host, Collis Williams. Visit our website at rdleagle.com to join the discussion. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Google Play when you're done, don't forget to leave us a review. In today's episode, I want to invite Simon Natrum. I found Simon online on LinkedIn a couple months ago with a blog that you had done, Simon. And I found it extremely interesting, your point of view on that blog and immediately I realized that there was a different perspective that you were bringing to the economic dialogue in Barbados that I thought was something that we had to have on our podcast because it sets a tone that I have seldom heard in the Caribbean. You're a young man and um, obviously one of the millennials. And I think that one of the challenges we're currently having is And I dare say we have not we're not giving the millennials the space that they ought to have. Add to that the fact that we are a people who, as you've said before, are traditional very conservative, but also very reluctant to change. And I want to engage you this in this podcast to share with me some of your background where you got what you've got from and how you feel that we could in not just Barbados, but in the Caribbean continue, but increase or accelerate the rate of the evolution that's demanded of us. Otherwise, and I say this all the time, the sustainability of our people will be eroded and eroded and eroded until we are fundamentally begging for a living. Tell me, where do we go from here? Well, hi,
1: collis, it's great to be here. I am, as you said, a millennial. I came to adulthood just as Barbados, and the world was falling into a massive and outrageous economic crisis. Certainly, hopefully, the largest one we see in our lifetimes. Mm-hmm. Um... Most of the world has managed to dig its way out of crisis. Most of the world has managed to find a way to recover. There are some countries that are sluggish in recovery and some of them, like Barbados, have managed to dig themselves deeper into a hole. Change is necessary. Change is is, uh, absolutely a must. Where do we go? Um, The only place is up from here. Change is a a small, slow drift of of constant conflict, but eventually you reach what we could call a critical juncture, Mm -hmm. a place where you have to make a decision about what you want your future to look like. Certainly one could look at Barbados today, uh, beginning, undergoing an IMF program, as us reaching a critical juncture. What do we do from here? Because an IMF program is not a, is not a band-aid, it's not a, um, it's not a fix-all. Mm-hmm. It, is a, it is a starting point. It is a realization that we have failed. Um, and we are on the brink, on the verge of being a failed nation. As you said, if we don't change, if we don't evolve, then our livelihoods
0: quickly become eroded. Yeah. Um, Well, it's very interesting to hear you say that. man. And and as you know, my medium is logistics. And and one of the reasons why I am not only just passionate, but why, why this is so urgent for me is because the logistics today is taking on a dimension that will assume a greater and greater amount of the GDP of our country and of the Caribbean. Logistics is here to stay, but more than that, the way we engage in logistics is evolving. And my conviction is that unless we in the Caribbean take a stance now, we will, like has happened historically, the resources of our people will be sucked out of them in a way that will leave them unable to cope. And I say that because logistics, Simon, is the bedrock of commerce today. Do we have a people ready to look at how can we Metamorphosize what we currently have, so that we can capture and retain, but capture. And I use the term capture because it's about gaining ground. How can we capture more of the financial reward with a construct of logistics in the Caribbean that kind that 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 becomes a bower against? And eroding sustainability. And and I want to say this. Because there's a lot of talk on the market now. About modernization and modernization. And I'll say this up front. Modernization in isolation. Is inefficiency exponentially. You, You can't just talk about modernization. There's got to be a mission. There's got to be a vision. And we've got to start walking. My challenge is. Are the forces, that is the Caribbean people, ready for this journey?
1: So I'll begin with two points. Um, one of them, uh, I would say, slightly more theoretical than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at any, any theory of international trade, um, as the world becomes uh, more efficient as trade costs, especially fall, and trade frictions disappear. uh, What theory predicts is that we will import and export a lot more of our GDPs than we currently do. That is, rather than the vision of reducing imports, the vision is actually that we will end up in a place, um, move into a place where we export a massive amount of what we produce and import a massive amount of what we consume mm-hmm. it means that logistics becomes a massively important industry um, and it also means that uh, reducing trade costs will will substantially improve our livelihoods and improve uh, and increase our incomes mm-hmm. that is a that is a theoretical perspective of it that um economists you know we we move to to try to understand the world without frictions and understand how what happens along the way, the the second point then is 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 like unto the first. That is that efficiency, as as you speak about it, is is of enormous concern. Where does efficiency come from? Mm-hmm. So, as an economist, efficiency comes from productivity, um, oh, it, in a temporal sense. We have to generate productivity gains. How do you generate productivity gains? You generate productivity gains by investing in technology, investing in in new innovation, new ideas, and most importantly in allowing those new ideas to come through and to to destroy and to eliminate the old ideas that we used to use, the ideas that we we uh, built our businesses on because mm-hmm. we have to advance. We have to move forward, we have to change, and we have to be willing and open to accept and
0: enjoy the process of change. Well you see you just touched on something there that is a raw nerve to some. And and you, you, you use terms that actually are not attractive. But if 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 someone is prepared to sit down and take the content of what you said, they will see how attractive it is. And, and it, it speaks to your blog a couple months ago, Creative Destruction. And I like, I, I love the way you presented it. Because for some, in, or let me put it this way, in the Caribbean, we tend to romance the past. Oh man, the good old days. They were so nice and things were so much cheaper. Uh, let's be honest, very, very low productivity. It took you a whole lot longer to build a house. It took you a whole lot longer to get from Jackson to Broad Street. Please, the good old days were not that good. Otherwise, we'd be buying donkey carrots at a rate. My point, though, is that where do we get our people to accept the attractiveness of continuing to reinvent themselves? Why why aren't we paying more attention to incentivizing That reinvention. You see, we've got a construct here that I've 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 gone to war on for a very long time, and it's called protectionism. And there are people, there are manufacturers, and fundamentally, what it does is it keeps the archaic in place. So you've got a manufacturer who has taught, who has been taught to make cabinets, and he will continue to make cabinets using the dovetail joint and a couple other very very. Um, Ceremonial ways of joining wood Because they call them ceremonial Because hardware has replaced a lot of that now And he is protected Because no other New inventions for joining wood Are brought to the table Simply because The import duty on bringing that invention in Is so prohibitive That we stay with this old way Of doing carpentry And we've got to put it to bed We've got to find a way That not only Bring new ideas to the table, but incentivize reinvention rather than just manufacturing. If you get my point, it's to get the people in the Caribbean to enjoy metamorphosis. The,
1: the, the greatest uh, obstacle to change is the fear of creative destruction this fear of creative destruction is is entirely rational let's be sensitive to the issue that is that there are people who are in positions where they enjoy uh, wonderful incomes and they don't want to see these things disappear um, that is the inherently conservative nature of business um And if you are protected, then there's no reason for you to change. Unfortunately, we have to say to business that even if you don't see the losses that you are generating by not uh, allowing competition, by not investing, by not creating change, then we will have to force you to change. Policy wise, we have for a long time protected inefficient producers. Mm -hmm. And this is in a vast range of markets, not just in logistics, but in manufacturing, as you suggested, um, in the hotel industry, in in, um, distribution, in in even even the financial sector. We have allowed and and protected inefficient monopolies and oligopolies for a long time. And it is... It is uh, an entirely rational response by these businesses mm. because they are just protecting themselves. What we as a people need to say, what we as a, as a speaking through our government, where our government has the ability to regulate, to make policy and to change, is to say that this is not okay. Uh, and that the losses that this, this protectionist behaviour have, have piled upon us are too heavy a burden for us to bear. Mm-hmm. And as of now, as of our critical juncture, which is this moment in our history, we need to say that protectionism needs to die. We have to open markets to competition. We have to open our markets to innovation. And we have to not not just uh, open the markets to innovation, but demand innovation mm-hmm. and demand technology and demand this process of creative destruction of replacing the old with the new old technology with new technology, old sectors with new sectors, old businesses with new businesses we must encourage and open ourselves to change, but that is that is not a, a simple process. You have to recognize that there are people in uh, the incumbent uh, who are Benefiting from the way the system is mm-hmm. The system has to be changed by some force It will not change just by nature
0: Yeah, yeah and I, I get your point my, my, my real worry is that we could talk about an organi- organic approach to this change Or an evolution I don't think we have the time for evolution We are bordering the need for revolution in a lot of ways. We have continued to function and and logistics for me needs an urgent revolution. The extraction of foreign exchange, the extraction of a people's money, the extraction of profit from our economies through logistics, is at a rate that we cannot continue. And I'm begging that people take account of the fact that logistics is a bleeding heart. Now, you talked about the evolution, and I, and I agree with you, but I do feel at this time that with all that we have on our plates, this is where, and I, I, I dare say this, democracy sometimes becomes the weakest link. I will never argue for communism, but my point is, in many ways, we govern our households using a construct of communism. But then we go out into the world to function democratically and there's something there that I've never been able to reconcile but at the same time I feel that we are at a juncture where the political sector and the governance and the governments of the Caribbean have got to state with clarity where they're going how they're getting there and let me clarify Simon a moment when I use the term communism Because In the communist construct There is some Authority that is Vested in a small area But it is Vested there for the good of all So when you When, when, when you When your father put a put the, the, He goes to work He's going to earn money To put a meal on the table For everybody in the household the democratic approach really is "Well, I'm going to earn for myself, you're going to earn for yourself and, and, and let's feature for a minute a household running on a democracy where whatever you make, you you can do your food and whatever somebody else does, you will you, buy your plate of food and all of a sudden at the table at six o'clock this afternoon, there's five people in my household are five different plates of food, somebody eating soda bix whereas somebody has caviar and, and that lends itself to a not just a disparity but honestly psychologically how can you exist at the same table with that amount of disparity so so my point is a point must come when we must we must lean a little more and and this will be very heavily debated but we must lean a little more to that a little more authoritative approach and, and in a way that is attractive to the, to the masses so that they feel that they're, they're taking these steps toward a vision that will benefit them and because the normal statement would be in the long run and the facts are we don't have a long run anymore in the very near future. It's got to be very strong leadership is the, is the softest way I can present it the beauty of being at a critical juncture um,
1: is frequently that a critical juncture requires uh, s- some political force acting upon it no there are there are inherently two types of political um Power one can use uh, the obvious we think about is, is what we would call de jure political power, which is you know power bestowed on you by the political system, so mm. obviously then the government there is however de facto political power power that is is seized mm. is taken um, entirely um, by what is and what is not mm. That power doesn't have to manifest itself in in social unrest or or violent revolution. That type of political power can also manifest itself um, as business men and women uh, like yourself taking charge of what is at hand and demanding that the the de jure political classes listen and, um, and affect change in the way that we demand, in a way that creates inclusive economic institutions. Mm-hmm. Now, now, there is one, one further point that is to be made in terms of the way that we demand that they make uh, change. decisions, mm-hmm. they make change. And there is, there is one phrase that I love to hear. Um, it, is, it is the simple term, the common good. Right? And I, from my perspective, I think that is how we need to make uh, economic policy. I think that when we begin thinking about whether this specific policy is for the common good or whether it is to protect and enrich a few, then we begin to see the entire picture. We begin to realize whether what we are doing is designed to enrich everyone and is designed to drag Barbados kicking and screaming into the 21st century or if it is simply to allow a few to buy caviar
0: um, and Mercedes Benz. Well, Simon, then let's fix it. The reality is That we are, and I love what you you presented, we are at a critical juncture. And it demands that every one of us who feel the, 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 the conviction that we must be masters of our own destiny. And who understand your concept of creative destruction and the need to be doing that on a very consistent and regular basis, step forward now. And start this process of disenfranchising the concepts of the good old days. Not that we don't respect them, because you must respect your history. But to move Barbados and the Caribbean into a place where we love the reinvention of ourselves, where we love to stay ahead of the curve, where where our people feel confident and comfortable with the vision and mission as it consistently evolves so that our generations down the road are protected. I must finish by going back at logistics. Simon, I am worried. Logistics is such a huge part of modern society. And the Caribbean continues to not reposition itself and reinvent itself so that it presents itself to the suppliers of logistics with an economy of scale that they can demand better. They won't, they're not reinventing themselves regarding post and small package. And, and I fear that the concept of simply talking about modernization is going to leave us, as you've said before, with a new house, with all the new perks and the old mentality, which I've said at the beginning, and I will say again. Modernization in isolation is inefficiency exponentially. Because by the same way, modernization, if held and viewed rightly, with the right attitude, will increase productivity, increase efficiency, increase profits, grow our economies. If it is done as just to say I've modernized and not the the entrepreneurial effect of that modernization and the mentality of that modernization changing, I'm telling you, it can be so inefficient, it's going to be shocking. Final words from you, Simon.
1: History is not destiny. Hmm. Because Barbados is a, a technologically conservative country, a business-wise conservative country, it does not mean we have to stay that way. We can evolve, we can change. To do so, we need to create the incentives for people to save, to invest, and to innovate. We need to uh, alter the way that people perceive business, that people perceive technology, and the way that people perceive change. Frequently, we say these things can't be achieved overnight. Uh, but I think at a time like this, the beauty of being at a critical juncture is that they can. We have to demand with absolute force that they are changed. And from an economist's perspective, creative destruction, this process of out with the old, and in with the new, is absolutely necessary For economic growth for the long run growth and prosperity of our country and i for one want to live in a thriving and prosperous barbados in 2050 well
0: simon then let's fix it thank you so much for listening i'd be happy to hear your thoughts on this episode Simply join the discussion forum on our website, rdleagle.com. You can also contact me at colleagues at rdleagle.com. See you next time on Then Let's Fix It. There's so much more to discuss.